Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. My name is Bob Heilig, your host and the founder of Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for the new wave of network marketing leaders that want to make an impact and aren't just building a downline, they're building a better world. Join us each week and learn how to build a profitable network marketing business that gives you complete freedom so that you can give back to the world in an even bigger way. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 111, where today we're going to help you overcome your fear of prospecting. I'm sure a lot of your ears perked up when you heard or you saw this title because God knows this is something that we all could use a little bit of help with. So we're going to be digging deep. If this is an area of your business that you struggle with, I promise you this is going to be a great episode for you. But it's funny, you know, the topic of fear, I've been spending a lot of time recently talking about. And I know that there was a lot of you that just over the last couple of weeks joined me in the Revive Your Downline Challenge that we had, which I thought was a huge success. We had tens of thousands of people join. And if you were one of those people that went through that challenge, hopefully it gave you something valuable to use in your business. And we started off the training talking about fear. And I'm going to be hitting on some of those topics in the podcast today. We just also closed the enrollment for my Legacy Leadership Academy. And so we've got a whole new round of students that I'm taking through the initial stages of kind of mindset training, helping them adopt the mindset of a business owner. And a big part of that is also fear. So I'm talking a lot about fear in that realm of the world. And congrats to all of our new legacy leaders that are going through that process with me currently. But it's interesting because if you've listened to the podcast, you know my story. My, my wife, Shannon, and I were blessed just almost two years ago to have our first child. His name is Grayson, our, my son. Grayson, it's crazy to even say this, but he turns two next month in September, which is unreal. Like, Talk about time going by fast. I remember one of my neighbors shared with me, it was like one of the best pieces of advice I got. She said, you know, the days are long, but the years go by fast. And any parent will tell you the days are long, many, many days, but it has flown by and it's crazy. But Grayson is, it's like a fun age. You know, all those of you that have children have had children. He's kind of at that age now where, and the personality's out, he's talking. And I like to say, you know, he's like, and I say this in the most lovable, caring way ever. He is like a maniac. I mean, it's like Shannon and I just the other day were like, what happened to him? It was almost like somebody flipped a switch, like an energy booster switch that is like on 24-7. He's jumping on things and doing this and that and running, you know, like falling, whatever. I mean, he's just all over the place. And it's funny because I think about how fearless little kids are, right? Like there's nothing that scares them. I mean, he's just willing to do anything. And it's just interesting to me how you know, we think about us as humans, we really do start off free from fear. And it's what the world and the people around us are what teach us to fear things. And listen, there are some certain things that we should fear. He was standing on the top of our fireplace the other day, like I could tell, looking down, figuring out how he could jump off. That is a thing that he should legitimately have fear over, right? But over time, what happens is, you know, there are all these other areas of our life that we start to develop fear. And they're irrational fear, right? There are things that we make up in our mind and we limit ourselves over time, right? We create this kind of 
self-imposed limiting bubble that we live in where, you know, we don't go out and we don't risk and we don't try because of the risk of failing or fear. And I remember when I first signed up into my network marketing business, that became very evident to me. You know, I think a lot of times in our life, we're not forced to face our fears. But when we become an entrepreneur, when we join our first network marketing company, and the first thing they tell us is, hey, you got to go talk to people, right? Like, I wish there was a way for us to make money and not have to talk to people. But unfortunately, that's not the way that it works. But I can remember when I first signed up, man, I was excited and I was ready to go. I was going to make a million dollars. I was going to change my life. Freedom. There it was. I pictured me driving the nice car, quitting my job. And then I remember sitting down the first day and having to pick up the phone and make calls. Now, this was back in the day before social media. We had to actually call people. And I can remember all those dreams I had when I signed up, when push came to shove, when the rubber hit the road and it was time to start reaching out. I had a much different emotion and a different feeling, right? I was paralyzed by fear. I think that this is the one thing that held me back for so many years, specifically in the area of prospecting. I'll be honest, I hated prospecting. I always hated it every step of the way. It was something I did because I knew I had to do it. Looking back, I understand that my problem around prospecting was really related to my fear of it and the way that I looked at it and my understanding of fear. And what I know today, if I could go back and give myself the advice that I know today about fear, I would have been able to change my life so much sooner. So I want to do this episode today around the fear of prospecting because I know that a lot of you are struggling with this, right? Same things that held me back in the first couple of years of my business. I want to really be able to give you a different perspective on this. So Like if you're listening to this now and you have that fear of reaching out to people and sharing your products or your business, or maybe you're okay on the product side, but you don't feel confident enough to share your business with people, or you know those of you that, and you know who you are, you're getting stuck in relationship building mode with people. You're on Facebook, you're talking to people all day, but you're never bringing up your business because of fear. And then think of all the people that you know right, that you could reach out to that would be great prospects, but for whatever reason you haven't because of what? Because of fear. Look, there's no other reason why you wouldn't reach out to someone that you went to high school with that you think would be a great prospect, but you don't because of this, this, or that. It's all fear. That's what it is. Well, if like the things I'm sharing with you, if you're shaking your head, you're like, yep, that's me. This episode is for you. I'm going to give you a totally different way to look at fear. And I'm going to share with you the thing that I wish I would have known when I first started that will literally help you begin to create better results for yourself almost overnight. So here's where I want to start with, though. I want to start helping you understand what fear is. See, when we talk about fear, we all call it different things. You know, some of us say, well, our issue is the fear of failure. Some of us say the fear of success. Some of us, it's the fear of us not doing it right, which is kind of failure. You know, some of us, it's the fear of not looking good, right? So it's like, what are other people going to think of us, other people's opinions? Sometimes it's the fear of just not being good enough, right? Trying and not succeeding. Look, the list goes on and on and on. Whatever you like to call your specific thing, I want you to understand it's all the same. And the solution is also all the same as well. But let me start off by helping you understand what fear is. And this is going to be a different way for you to look at it. Fear is simply you imagining a negative outcome for an action that you haven't yet taken. Think about that for a second. 
Fear is you imagining that something that you want to do, reaching out to your friend from high school that you haven't talked to in 10 years, isn't going to go the way you want. They're going to be angry. They're going to be offended. They're not going to answer you. You're going to say the wrong thing. You imagine that it's not going to go the way you want, the negative outcome, and because of that, you do nothing. That's the only reason why we don't take action. And here's the interesting thing about this. If we use this as our definition of fear, and we understand that the thing that's keeping us from moving forward and doing the things that we know would help us in our business hasn't actually happened. It's all in our imagination. We're making it up. It's a story. And here's the one thing I will tell you we are all really good at, making up stories. We are story-creating machines. And I want you to think about all these different things. You know, you don't do that Facebook Live because immediately, what do you think about? I'm going to look stupid. I'm not going to have the right thing to say. My cousin's going to watch it and laugh at me and make fun of me at Thanksgiving dinner. Nobody's going to like it. Nobody's. We have all this stuff, these elaborate stories. So what winds up happening is we, we cling to our fears. We never take action, which, by the way, we know is necessary. Like, you don't need me to tell you that in order for you to be successful, you got to do something. And look, you already know what you should be doing. You know consistently reaching out and sharing your products and business is going to make you successful, but you don't do it. And I want you to understand why you don't do it. See, the reason why we cling to our fears is we have this innate human desire to want to feel in control all the time. We're control freaks. This is human nature for most of us. We do things in our life only that make us feel certain. If I were to tell you that friend from high school, like if you saw her post, let's play this out. I'm just off the top of my head right now. Like if she posted today, this imaginary friend, Jill, if she posted on her Facebook page today, I really just lost my job. If anybody knows something, anybody has an opportunity to reach out to me, okay? You knew that. She posted. You'd have absolutely no problem messaging her Because you would be pretty certain that she would be open to hearing what you have to say because she just posted on her Facebook wall. But here's the question. Why do you not do it? Well, the only reason why you don't reach out to Jill is because you're not certain that she's going to respond the way that you want. And when we don't feel certain and we don't feel like we have control, this is the reason why most of us, when it comes to prospecting, we severely limit the amount of people we talk to. We never talk to everyone we know. We only talk to the small percentage of people we know that we relatively either feel comfortable talking to or that we think would be interested. This is where certainty and control comes in. But here's the thing. When we feel uncertain, this is when the negative stories come into our mind, and that's when we do nothing. And if you are stuck in your business, you must get clear. This is the reason why. There is no other reason. Here's what I want you to understand. The longer you try to hold on to certainty and control, the longer you will stay stuck. Success is never certain. It never comes without risk. You are literally going to fail your way to success over and over and over again. All successful people do. I heard it said this way once. I thought it was such a great analogy. Successful people build their success on top of a pile of failure. People that don't succeed get buried by their failure. But make no two ways about it. You will fail your way to success every single day. But it is your resistance of failure. It is your resistance of the nose. It was, it's your unwillingness to venture into the realm of uncertainty. That's the thing 
that keeps you from getting what you want. Here's something that I actually, you know, I learned, I've talked about this before. I did an episode on an experience that I had attending a Tony Robbins event. And I heard Tony Robbins first say this. I couldn't agree with it more. Here's why this conversation is so important, because the level of success that you experience in your business and the quality of your life, that's how Tony Robbins puts it, the quality of your life, but I equate it to your business. The level of success that you're going to see in your business, listen closely, is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty that you can comfortably live with every day. Now, think about that. It is your willingness to embrace this and stop resisting it. And when you understand this, here's what you realize. Everything you've ever wanted in your life lies in the realm of uncertainty. It starts with you letting go of control and starting the process of you becoming successful. But let me share with you how to do this, right? Because it's one thing to understand it. I'm going to actually give you a tactical plan of how to begin to shift you. First thing I want you to understand is this. The goal here is not to eliminate fear. This is where a lot of people go wrong. We think that we someday just won't be afraid. Like when I'm not afraid of prospecting, that's when I can do it. I got news for you. You're never gonna not be afraid. Fear is a part of the human experience. If you feel fearful, it means you're human. The human brain is not there to help you become successful. It is there to protect you. Millions and millions of years of evolution have created the brain to the point where it is there to protect us. That's what the fight and flight mechanism is. Your brain's not going to make you happy. Your brain's not going to make you successful, okay? To think you're going to eliminate fear, there's an emotional response of fear that happens. But here's the interesting thing. It is possible for you in a moment. See, your emotions come from your body. It's possible for you in a moment to feel fear, but then to interpret it in a different way and have a different feeling where you are completely centered and you are completely calm. Emotions are reactions. Feelings are interpretation. And the feeling, what I really want you to start to build is this. Stop trying to eliminate your fear and start trying to build your faith. See, the opposite of certainty and the need for you to be in control is for you to have faith. Here's the interesting thing about faith. Fear as we've already established, is expecting a negative outcome for something you haven't yet done. Well, faith is just expecting the positive outcome. But I want you to recognize in both cases, it's all in your imagination. Here's the question, okay? I imagine if there's like something you could write down on a piece of paper and stick it on your dashboard or on your mirror and read it every day, here's the critical question. You want to overcome your fear of prospecting? Here's what you need to ask yourself every day. Are you going to feed your faith or feed your doubt and fear? Because you're making a choice one way or the other. See, here's there's this quote about faith that I love. Faith is to believe what you don't yet see. See, so many of us, what we do is we limit what we believe to be possible for ourselves based off of our current circumstances, right? You, know, you haven't made any money yet. You don't have a team. Well, Bob, how can I have faith that I can be a leader, that things can be better? And we wind up looking at what's around us and thinking it's not possible, and that's why we stay stuck. See, here's how the quote goes. Faith is to believe what you don't yet see, and the reward of that faith is for you to see what you believe. So powerful. Look, I remember early in my career going to one of my mentors. 
And I just remember I, I was so frustrated at one point. I just fired back to him one day and he would always say, you got to have faith. You got to be more confident. I said, yeah, it's easy for you to say, you know, if I had your money, if I had your team, I'd feel the same way. And I remember he looked at me, he said, Bob, here's your problem. If you need to see it before you believe it, you're never going to have it. And that's what I'm here to tell you. If you need to see it, if you need to see a team to believe you're a good leader, if you need to see the money in your account, to feel good enough or like you're worthy of success, you're never going to have it. You have to learn how to build the skill set of faith today before you see it. And that's how you actually get it. See, we talked about this in a past episode. Here's the key concept I want you to understand in this area. It's called creative interpretation. And we'll link this episode in the show notes for those of you that are interested. But all the way back in episode 73, it was titled How to Get Unstuck in Your Business. I did an entire episode on this idea of creative interpretations. And I believe that this is really the secret to success when we talk about learning how to start choosing faith over fear. And here's basically what it is. Whenever you cling to your fears and you imagine that negative outcome and you wind up not taking action, we call that a red light. And we talk a lot about this in our community. Those of you that have been following me, you've heard me mention this. It's important to understand why this happens, though. See, when you create a red light, what it basically is, is it's just you thinking a negative thought. It's imagining the negative outcome, which, by the way, has not happened. It's in your imagination. But when you think that negative thought, here's what it does. It creates a negative feeling. And when you're not feeling good, when you're feeling negative, when you imagine the negative outcome, you feel fear. You feel discouraged, you feel overwhelmed, you feel confused. Here's what I promise you will do you will do nothing. And what most people never realize is this it's not your circumstances, but your thoughts that create the feeling. So, like somebody says no to you, that's the circumstance, that's the fact. They said no. What we then do is we interpret that no. The thought that we have is, see, I'm not good enough. The no means we're not good enough. That's our thought. Now, we made that up. But when we think that negative thought, it makes us feel discouraged. It makes us feel unworthy. It makes us feel sad. And here's what I can promise you. If those are the feelings that you're bringing into your business every day, that's going to drive your actions. And what that means is you're not going to show up. You're not going to do the work every day. And that inaction over time is going to create your results. Listen, here's the life-altering revelation for you inside of this idea. It is your thoughts that are what are actually creating your results. Not the fact that someone said no. It's your interpretation of the no. It's your relationship to the no. It's nothing outside of you. Look, I'll prove it to you. Why can some people become successful and others don't? Successful people they still get the nose. They still have people quit. They still have people buy the products and send them back. They still have people not respond to their messages. That happens to everyone. The difference between successful people and unsuccessful people, successful people interpret those things differently. And that's what you have to understand about your thoughts. They are just interpretations. So when we think you creatively are interpreting these things either in a positive or a negative way. So here's another example, because I think this is so important. Let's say that you have someone on your team that you recruit and they fail. They don't see success. Maybe they do nothing. Well, an example of a red light would be, I'm not a good leader, 
right? See, I recruited somebody. They failed. That's the fact. Look, they signed up. They did not succeed. That's the fact. That's the circumstance. But our red light interpretation of that is, we'll see, that's proof. I'm not a good leader. Now, when you really dig deeper, though, what proof does, does that have? That Does it really mean that you're not a good leader because someone signed up and didn't have the motivation and commitment in order to be successful? You don't make people successful. They make themselves successful. But if you view it as though it's my job to make someone successful, if they don't succeed, then you're going to view that as a failure on your part, right? Or let's take another example. Let's say you haven't spoken to someone in three years and you want to reach out to them, but you don't because you create a red light story, this interpretation that if I reach out to them, they're going to be angry with me because now I'm reaching out to them about this business and I should have done it sooner. That's a red light interpretation. Look, if you choose the negative thought, if you create the red light, it's going to create a negative emotion in you and you will stay stuck. And if you are struggling, this is why. Here's how you change your life and here's how you change your results and here's how you overcome your fear of prospecting. Here's how you become a better team builder. Here's how you sign up more customers. Here's how you sign up more recruits. You change your thinking. Here's what you need to do. Break the habitual pattern of negative thinking that you have created in your life that has created your current results. Some of you have been creating red lights in every area of your life, specifically your business, and those thoughts, those interpretations have created your results. Nothing outside of you. It's been you every step of the way. Now, some of you may be feeling a little discouraged right now because of it's hard sometimes for us to come to the realization that we are actually the one that is responsible for what we have, especially if we don't like the reality of that. But it's important that you start from this place because if you become aware of this, just becoming aware of the power of thought will already begin the process of change. And when you become aware of the role that your thoughts play in creating your results, it then allows you to begin to consciously choose faith. See, that's the goal every day. Choose faith over fear. See, the goal is to, instead of have the negative thoughts, instead of imagining the negative outcomes, you need to start imagining the positive outcomes. And this is a skill. Develop the skill of making up stories and thoughts that empower you to move forward and take action. See, we call those green lights. Creative interpretation, negative thought, red light, positive thought, green light. And when you can start creating more green lights, here's what happens. You start feeling motivated. When you think a positive thought, you interpret that circumstance in a positive way, right? Like let's use the example before of being a leader, right? Somebody fails. Your thought instead of, see, it was my job to make them successful and I didn't, I'm a failure. Your thought is, well, you know what? I'm not responsible for making people successful. They didn't show up. They didn't do the work. I did everything in my power. I did my job. It's not a reflection on me. And as a matter of fact, I have other people in the past that I have gotten started that did have success. But isn't it interesting when we create a red light and we have a negative thought, we don't even remember the past attempts that we did it right. We only focus on that one time that we did it wrong. Positive thoughts will create positive feelings. And I'll tell you what, if you feel good, if you feel motivated, joyful, if you have love, gratitude, appreciation, you will show up and take action. You will not let that experience hold you back. And if you take action consistently, you will create better results. And here is the secret of all successful people. They have the exact same circumstances as you. 
They have the same exact situations that you deal with, but they choose to take responsibility for the way that they see and interpret them. Here's what successful people realize. This is the thing that makes them successful. They understand that they are not their thoughts, that they are the thinker of their thoughts, that they can consciously choose a different thought which will help them create better results. And I am here to tell you, everything you have ever created in your life, good or bad, has started with a thought. One day, you had a thought that you were not good enough because something happened to you. Somebody did something to you. And you continue to think that thought over and over again, unconsciously interpreting what's happening around you. And you've thought that thought so long that it's become a belief And now you think that belief is who you are. It is not who you are. It is not true. It is a lie. You made it up. All successful people do differently is they learn how to build the skill of creating positive thoughts. They understand the relationships between their thoughts and their feelings. And they understand the importance of their feelings. See, some of you are like, Bob, I just don't feel motivated. I'm discouraged. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know why. It's because you haven't made the connection between your thoughts and feelings. And this is the thing that I want to drive home to you. And this is the thing I want you to do this week. I'm going to give all of you a homework assignment. Here's your assignment. I want you to start paying attention to when you create a red light in your business. I want you to pay attention to your negative thoughts about yourself, about specific situations. And I want you to learn how to make the connection when you think that negative thought, how do you feel? Or if you feel discouraged, if you feel afraid, ask yourself, what is the thought that is causing me to feel this way? What is the red light that I am creating that is causing these feelings? If you can start to learn how to make this connection, it will literally change your life. This is not an easy thing for people to do starting out, but I will tell you there are very little things that you will do that will ever have a bigger impact on your results. And if you want to overcome your fear of prospecting, It starts in your mind. Stop focusing on finding the right script. Stop focusing on finding the right third-party tool. The problem has always been this for you. Change this, and I'm telling you, all of that other stuff you'll realize doesn't really matter, not at least as much as this. So hey, listen, next week on the podcast, I'm going to be tackling another topic that is very closely related to this, the fear of failure. So we've touched on this idea of the fear of failure, but next week on the podcast, I'm going to be digging deep into why the fear of failure is probably the number one thing keeping you from reaching your full potential. It's going to be kind of like a part two of this message. I'm really excited to share this with you. It will be equally as impactful if you got value out of this episode today. You're definitely going to want to make sure you tune in next week. But hey, listen, do me a favor. If you did get any value out of the message today, hey, tell someone else. Let's spread the word about the work that we're doing inside of this community. Let me know you like the episode. Shoot me a message on Instagram. Tag me in a direct message. Screenshot the episode. Give me some feedback. Leave a review. Whatever you feel like doing. I love hearing from you. That's the thing that drives me. And hey, listen, if there's any other topics that you want to hear about, let me know that too. Shoot me a direct message on Instagram. Say, hey, I'd love to hear you teach this. You know, I'm totally open to helping serve all of you in whatever way you need the most. But thanks so much for being here, everybody. I love and appreciate all of you for being a part of this community. Hope you got a lot of value out of the episode today. I'll see you soon on the next episode. 